0: you
1: Welcome to another exciting edition of The Thought Police with me Mike Graham and him Kevin O'Sullivan. Well, Another interesting week, Kevin. Another um, day, another few dollars, uh, if you happen to be part of Insulate Britain.
2: Insulate Britain, they've apologised for all the uh, k- uh, chaos. They've profoundly apologised. Profoundly apologised. Yes. And
1: this is apparently because there was a fucking um, court case, right? There was a hearing in which it was put off until next week. I mean, what sort of maniacs in the legal system are going to say to them, oh, I'll tell you what, we'll adjourn the case for a week because then we can tell you next week what we're going to do. Oh,
2: fuck's sake, it's just fucking ridiculous. The police go, oh, we've got to have a fucking injunction, <clears throat> otherwise we can't do anything about it. Blocking the Queen's Highway isn't a serious enough offence. Well, think of another yeah. fucking offence. Well, there must be you other you know what offenses. I think's
1: happened, though? I think that the good people of Wandsworth Bridge and the good people of Millwall, uh, down by the Blackwall Tunnel, have proven that actually you can stop these people from doing whatever fucking the fuck a, you want to do fucking, by dragging them off the road.
2: Yeah, you, you saw that yesterday, uh, that these guys uh, got a hold of them, dragged them off the road, and that was it. So there you go, textbook lesson, To the police, that's how you do
1: it. So this wanker Liam Norton goes, Insulate Britain wishes to profoundly apologise for the disruption caused over the past three weeks. We cannot imagine undertaking such acts in normal circumstances, but we believe that the reality of our situation has to be faced. The reality of what fucking situation? There's nothing wrong with the climate. We're not all going to die. And who's this fucking bloke they keep quoting? David King,
2: who's apparently
1: some former advisor to the government who apparently issued the wise words uh, that actually if we don't do something within three years... We're all going to fucking die a horrible oh, fireball off. death.
2: Don't give me that fucking shit. I mean, what a load I of fucking old hate all that stuff. It's not an emergency. You know, they go, oh, the planet will be dead in 10 years. Well, that's not a fucking emergency. That's 10 years' time. Well, I'll so tell you what find is out an emergency. The fucking fire brigade and say, hey, my house is on fire. Can you come around in 10 years? Right.
1: Well, it's like the NHS, isn't it? I mean, I was saying to somebody t- today on the show, we were ass. talking about it. Carol Sikora said, well, you wouldn't get the a- NHS to book your holiday. I said, well, you wouldn't. Because if you did, they'd say, we booked your holiday, but you can't go on it for five mm-hmm. fucking years because you've got to wait in the waiting list.
2: When you see these cunts blocking roads and sitting on bridges, what you're seeing is people with psychological problems. I think that's right. Uh, And it's time we actually admitted that. Manic attention seekers who are imbued with a sort of sense of their own holiness and they want to be seen as wonderful people. And when you go, you fucking cunts get out of the fucking way, they look at you with this sort of pitying Mm. gaze and say, oh, you don't understand the nature of the emergency. Yeah, we do. It's not a fucking emergency. Now, fuck off back to fucking... Fucking Tunbridge Wells, right. you cunt. And,
1: and exactly right, because guess what? They don't bother actually demonstrating anywhere outside of London because they all live
2: around yeah. fucking London, right? And did you see? What's the name of that cunt who runs uh, Insulate Britain? Roger something. Oh, yeah, Roger Hallett, is it? Yeah, yeah something He's like Hallam. That.
1: He's the guy who was kicked Kissed. out of
2: Extinction Rebellion right. for being too fucking mad. Was doing too fucking mad. And by the way... Uh, An anti-Semitic. There were in, in indications uh, that uh, under his... Regime, Not saying he's responsible, but uh, it was actually pretty racist that uh, people of colour yeah. did not feel welcome in the organisation. And looking at these demonstrations, I can see why that is. I haven't seen a black face yeah. in these demonstrations fucking anywhere. No. It's for white, middle-class wankers. Well, it's That's like cyclists, it's isn't it? I mean, how, how often
1: tossers. do you see people cycling on the roads who are not white yeah. and middle-aged you know and male? That,
2: you know what that cunt Roger the Dodger said, mm. right? So, uh, Roger the Dodger. T- to be fair... To the str- there a woman, a, a woman, a weeping woman in a car, uh, got to one of these yes, barriers. Yes, because her mother said, was in an ambulance. My mother's right? just gone through in an ambulance. Uh, you know, she's 81. I want to be with her. Can I go through? And to be fair, they let her through, right? Uh, Roger the fucking dodger said I wouldn't have let her through. What a cunt! Absolute wanker! What an absolute
1: cunt. I mean, I was. If I had been at Wandsworth Bridge, right, I think you might have found some of these characters being thrown in the fucking river. Never mind being dragged off the fucking road.
2: Yeah, no, uh, Roger the Dodger is cruising for a bruising. uh, Not from us, but somebody is going to lose their temper with these people. And let's face it, when they do, uh, a lot of people are going to have a lot of sympathy with them.
1: Uh, I think that's absolutely right. But you don't want that to be the situation because let's face it, you know... It's all very well saying, "Look, we've got an emergency. We believe in this. This is our this is our kind of issue." And fine, they've made their fucking point now. Now just fuck off. Yeah, fuck Don't off. bother. Why do you keep having to make the because point? Because got... the idea that they go, "Oh well, we want to have a meaningful statement from the government."
2: What the fuck is that? What does that even mean? They're a cult, uh, and they've got psychological problems. They're attention-seeking idiots. Uh, who actually enjoy being the object of everybody's hatred because due to their neurosis, uh, they look down on the rest of us, they say, because you don't understand that the planet, planet's dying. Mm. Yeah, no, we don't because it's Yeah, not. what is it,
1: by the way, that gives them this special fucking knowledge yeah, but, that well, the planet's actually dying? They not special
2: knowledge. They just want to be the focus of attention and they just want to be seen as holier than thou and pious yeah. about tossers. climate change. Fuck you, you Absolute bunch of tossers. Nonsense.
1: Now, I'm going to surprise you now, right, because I'm going to say to you, that Boris Johnson has actually said something that I agree with. He said it is not the government's job to come in and fix every problem. Hurrah! Finally, somebody's actually said the truth. Because it's true. Because we now live in a society where everyone expects the government to fix everything. Oh, can't get any petrol. It's the government's fault. Can't buy any fucking pasta. Oh, it's the government's fault. Well, guess what? It's not actually the fucking government's fault. And there's no petrol shortage. I did not spend one second of any day that I put petrol in my car queuing because I just did it fucking sensibly yeah
2: right yeah I mean I think there was a a shortage of uh, petrol getting to four courts well there was a shortage of of petrol no
1: but there was a shortage of petrol because wankers started filling up their cars and they didn't need to yeah that's that, why. That
2: cunt queued up for six hours to put 90p's in Oh, it. my God. And what
1: about Ronaldo's fucking driver who <laughs> takes the Bentley out, sits in a queue for seven fucking hours, <laughs> gets to the pump, and there's nothing Run in out. it. out. <laughs> what a I mean, they should use these fucking, the fucking tests. a fucking own goal. They should use this as a fucking IQ test. And if you're that fucking stupid, you shouldn't even be driving.
2: Yeah. But what's going wrong with back them? back to what you said about Boris. Okay, great he said that. Here, yeah. I've got a message for you, Boris. I'll tell you what it isn't the government's job. is to... Admit minister to my personal health and my personal medical requirements. Mm. So you twats putting everything on the back burner while you decided your doctor cabinet and you're gonna keep the whole yes. nation safe from COVID and right. safe from germs. Keeping safe. That's not your fucking job. Keeping safe. If I get fucking sick Maybe I'll die. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. You're the government. Yeah. run the country, not my personal health requirements. Yes,
1: exactly fucking right. Fucking Well, I mean, you can almost take the leaf out of Angela Rayner's book and yeah, just
2: go. Have another fucking, hell. Hell. fucking twenty. Have another fucking 20, twenty.
1: Fucking scum. twenty. Fucking embassies, you bastards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck off with <laughs> the Old NHS. Tony racist yeah.
2: fucking school. Listen,
1: I'm fine. I'm going to smoke myself yeah, to yeah. fucking <laughs> death. I am. Fuck off. Yeah, it's a working class thing. Ah, fucking hell! Fucking hell! Now listen, we got a good announcement for you, by the way. November the sixth uh, is the day. It's a Saturday. Uh, we'll reveal the venue soon, but what I can say is it's in London. Mm-hmm. I know people are going to go, yeah, fucking wankers. You're always doing it in London. Well, we've only done two, right? Yeah. And the second one happens to be in London. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and do. Is, right, we we'll try and it. do another one outside of London, but it's not that
2: yeah. easy. Yeah, but I'm not going more than ten miles from. I north.
1: mean, you fucking hate the north, don't you? you Even don't. more than I do. Well, that... <laughs> it's not true, actually. We're just, just joking.
2: I actually like the north. I really really enjoy going to the you north. Yeah, I
1: love going to the north of England. In fact, I think Manchester might be a good place I to go. I love Manchester. You know, as long too. as the fucking place isn't full of Tories. Yeah. And the other thing that I hate about Tory party conferences is all these fucking tosspot Labour people who fucking uh, demonstrate outside, you know, Tory fucking
2: scum, you know, stum. rich bastards, <laughs>
1: you know, and they threw a fucking cone at poor old Ian Duncan Smith, didn't they? Did you see the
2: disabled guy shouting at fucking. No, Jacob I missed that. top of his voice. You don't care about disabled people, and the protesters were like, "Well, we do actually." Yes, <laughs> he's brilliant, you isn't he? that fuck
1: witted bloke, um, Steve Bray. He was up there dressed as oh, a Russian. Oh, you mean the fucking Bre- get Brexit? Yeah, the get Brexit. Um, no, you know, no, no, stop, uh, Brexit. stop Brexit. Stop Brexit. Brexit. Well, he's up there, right? Dressed as a fucking Russian and commandant. He was at the Labour conference as well. Uh, and he goes in and hands a fucking um, a load of money, fake money, to David Davis. Like, I mean, these guys think so hard about what they can do to upset people, and David Davis just laughed at him. <laughs> you know, he's like, "What the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? But, you but, fuck but off, swag." Steve
2: Spray really ought to uh, analyze his life and recalibrate his priorities. I mean, but, but he's somebody's wasted somebody's, fucking five years.
1: Somebody's obviously paying him to do it though, because he well, can't no, be do it on sold, no money.
2: I, I see, we had him on a show once and. He did something, something like, he got redundancy and he sold his house or something and he, he, he comes yeah, but from he's living, Wales did he not he move, stays with his sister. But
1: did he not move into that house opposite Jacob Rees-Mogg for a while? I'm not sure, but yeah, he, I think he did.
2: He, he stays with his sister in London uh, and spends his whole time going, stop Brexit. Well, you didn't stop Brexit, you useless twat. Yeah. Absolutely. What a waste of a life. What a waste of a fucking life.
1: Absolute moron. And now all he does is he stands outside Parliament calling people scum, Tory scum, (laughs) as they're walking (laughs) in.
2: Just fuck good, off, mate. Really really productive way to spend yeah, your fucking well life. Yeah, well done, Steve. What a, fuck what a fucking Absolutely. What a fucking twat.
1: Now, I've got some other good news for you as well. Uh, I've got some insurance money back on the old stolen briefcase. Well, I say stolen briefcase, the disappearing briefcase. So um, eventually, because I had a bit of a row with them, because they started sort of pissing me about on whether or not I was using it for work or uh, whether I was at uh, work and all this kind of stuff. And in the end, they didn't care. And in the end, they've given me a reasonable amount of money. Good, so good, so good. my new, spanking new iPad Pro cost me a lot less than I thought.
2: Excellent, excellent. So I, it's
1: nice when something works, isn't
2: it? I told you, something in the air, I lost my wallet last Tuesday. Yes. Uh, getting off the bus. But you I got think.
1: it back. Uh, Travelling by bus, Kevin, what the fuck is going on? Well, i th- was the driver the driver the day off?
2: I got to the station at night and, I, and it was pissing with rain, so I jumped on a bus and when I jumped off the bus, evidently my fucking wallet fell out of my pocket uh so i spent all night worrying about it uh got up in the morning as you do yeah uh cancelled all the cards you hadn't uh, cancelled the night before then uh no because i i was convinced i'd find the wallet in my right. house really uh i went See, back here's to... the trouble isn't it did you go back out i went back to the bus stop several times I'm like And you never saw it couldn't find because it. somebody had lifted well, it, well, picked it well, up. and really? then the next day of doing my show the next night i'm doing my show fucking phone call comes in uh, from a very nice guy called Ethan oh, yeah, uh, to say that his, uh, Sounds American. his girlfriend uh, Natalie had found my wallet. Very they nice. both found it out near where I live. And was there any money in it? Uh, no, there was no money in it, but I went round uh, to their house uh, in Hampstead. I uh, I could see why they wouldn't be tempted to uh, steal anything from me. They were not short of a bob or two. <laughs> fucking amazing. Actually, speaking of insulate like fucking, fucking Britain,
1: there was a woman on Julia's show this week who looked like she had an amazing fucking kitchen that she was sitting in and very well to do, spoke very well. She was a bit older. She wasn't like one of these young unemployed people. She was probably of retirement age, I would say, but she clearly was very well off and was very happy to sit on the fucking uh, road. Blocking everybody from going to fuck Oh, see, work. she was
2: one of those. She yeah. was one of them. Oh, for because fuck it
1: fuck for seems me. to be either you're youngish and unemployed, or you're older and you have got a lot of money.
2: Why don't we go around her fucking house and glue our hands to her to her? Parquet well, how about you floor? just glue the fucking door shut? Yeah, and you get, can't get out. To glue our hands to her parquet flooring.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what it looked like. It looked it's like a very expensive people. house. They're
2: Fucking insane. Can there, you imagine really? yeah. what
1: it's going to be like up in Glasgow? I had a message from my mate Donald up there today. He went, if these fucking idiots come up to Glasgow and try to do this shit, it's going to get <laughs> fucking <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, but
2: they won't, will they? Because they never go more than about three They're miles They're too frightened home. to go to Glasgow. They're home counties, people. Yeah. They all live in the suburbs. They're
1: too frightened to go up there. Fucking Absolute fucking wankers. But, you know, what can you do? You know, we now live in a world where people think that they have the right to do whatever they think they want to do. You know, there's no... Standing back, there's no kind of all, oh, this isn't really something yeah. we should do. We're actually making a bit of a cunt of it. Yeah. You know, they just keep doing do You know it. what,
2: right. So uh, tonight on my show, there's this uh, solicitor put himself forward if some, he represents some group. And he said, you know, it's, it's really sinister and Orwellian that the government's thinking of stopping people attending demonstrations before oh, they even off. get there. And this is this government pla- plan that if they stop you and you've got, like, glue and uh, hazmat jackets and things like that, or other uh, high-vis jackets, uh, it's obvious you're going to block the roads, so you can be arrested for going equipped mm. to block the roads. So he wants to... Uh, it's a little sinister, a little free society. Who's saying this? This, this uh, solicitor puts himself up. So I said to my producer, I said, all right, uh, get him on. Uh, I'll rip him to shreds. Yeah. So, so, she was... felt, so she felt, he lofted himself up. And, and he, he goes... Oh, well, I don't really fancy going on the air <laughs> with, with Kevin.
1: <laughs> what, well, so he shat it? So, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't do it. Oh, well, that's not very democratic of him. Yeah, Surely but he's not. The... very
2: fucking brave of him either. No. You?
1: I mean,. This is the trouble with a lot of these people. It's, you know, when you, it's like when you see people fighting; you clearly don't know how to fight, yeah. right? And you think, "What the fuck do you think you're doing?" You know, they sort of try to sort of shake their hands at each other <laughs> yeah. and sort of, you know, slap each other. And you're just going to go, "That doesn't work, mate." You look like a yeah, fucking wall. Insulate
2: maw. Britain! I bet they can't fucking fight. They don't, they don't look like they can.
1: Well, them. I mean, they put up no resistance at all to those guys dragging them off the road, yeah. and they've got those. As I said to you <laughs> those earlier, those guys they, look like they could handle they themselves. They look like. And also, I love the fact <laughs> that they then stood back and just waved all the traffic <laughs>
2: through, right? <laughs> fucking brilliant! Come on. And bro- so
1: you see that? Some of them are complaining that oh, uh, one of our, <laughs> one of our members was run over. Well, you're sitting in the fucking road, mate. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen if you do that?
2: Yeah.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18
2: plus. So that was your weekend. I'll tell you what fucking happened in my weekend. Yeah. Right? On Saturday, mm. right? Uh, I promised to take uh, the wife, Henrietta, out um, for lunch. Oh, so yeah. So we booked a very nice restaurant very nice. in Hampstead. Uh, but it was for like quarter to two. Okay. Uh, now, uh, the slight problem I had there was... At half past twelve. Uh, Coventry. Fulham was on the telly. No oh, Christ. So I wanted to watch the match, and yeah. I was thinking, well, I can't fucking get that in. So what I did was like one <laughs> of those comedy shows. I, I insulated myself. Against the whole world, right. you know, I refrigerated myself. So right. I put my phone in my pocket. Didn't look at it. I didn't look at any papers. I didn't look at the telly. Uh, uh, didn't listen to the radio and nothing. I was just going Na, la 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 la, right. going around making sure I didn't. Right. See. Although to be
1: fair, a Hampstead restaurant is probably the least likely place. Well, to be once told I got into the, the restaurant,
2: result. once I got into the restaurant, that was fine. So we got yeah. to the restaurant about ten to two. I mean, it's, then... not, well, it's not often something they talk about, is it, Coventry? Well, so I, was, I was laughing with Henry. I said it'd be funny if the fucking match was up above, <laughs> up above the. But. the kitchen but anyway uh, we had a ni- nice meal, and then I wandered back to our house, got back about half past four, by which time the match was well and truly over, but it's all nice. It's quite, and, a, quite a quick lunch not, for you, though. Uh, yeah, well, I wanted to get back and watch the match. <laughs> uh, uh, so, it was um, so it was nice and recorded on the telly, so I sat down, ready to watch the match as live. Uh, the match began after ten minutes. Mitrovic, our forward, got a goal, 1-0 well, up against Lowly Coventry, and uh, then proceeded uh, to watch the rest of the match, we lost four fucking one. Jesus. So, I mean, what's the fucking... What a fucking waste And then are of the you day? one of those
1: people that then has a fucking bad... The rest of the day is then just in a fucking bad mood? Well... You don't uh, seem like that kind of
2: guy. I was going. To, no, I, I I don't let football get me down like that. Although it can piss me off quite yeah. a bit. But losing four-one at Coventry uh, didn't put me in a great mood. But I was off to see the Bond movie that night, so we went off to see the Bond movie. Uh, that put me on a bit of a bad mood. It was fucking boring. It well, was. do you
1: know? I've heard lots of things about it. I haven't seen it. One of my kids has seen it, and we know what happens at the end, but we're not really supposed to say, right? But lots of people aren't very fucking happy about it.
2: Well, the end. The end is just not conclusive. It doesn't mean anything. What I'm hearing from... Everybody goes, it's really, really shocking. No, it's not.
1: Well, it's not really shocking, but what it is is shit because a lot of people (laughs) want to fucking go to a Bond film and be uplifted, right? They want to leave and go, oh, isn't it great? You know, we can pretend that we're this great superpower and we've got the greatest secret agent in the fucking world and this one doesn't make you feel like that.
2: But I mean, I'll tell you my... But there were
1: people complaining on fucking Mumsnet and stuff going, My son left in tears. Oh, fuck off. I'll do two hours up.
2: and 43 minutes. You know, after two hours, I'm, I'm wishing for one thing the fucking end. <laughs> I mean, 43 minutes still to and go. And what was it like in a cinema? Was it busy? It was packed out. Right. Absolutely packed out. Because uh, my
1: son said it, everyone was coughing. Uh, we, well, we saw they're it in, all fucking
2: coughing we saw it in IMAX but you know you don't want I don't want to spoil it for people but you don't want to see like hours and hours of James Bond and his bird going I love you I love you I love you and, well, do you remember when uh, also Daniel his Craig is bird in it she's got shit teeth. Shit teeth. Yeah, buck teeth. Do you it. know isn't it funny On's I was watching bird.
1: I was watching Mrs Doubtfire the other day. Yeah. It was on, in fact at the weekend and um, we were just sort of watching it because it happened to be on. And it was in the days when even the Americans had ordinary teeth, you know, because now everybody's yeah, got yeah, these yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, brilliant yeah. white yeah. sort of, you know, yeah, straight yeah, yeah, yeah. teeth. Yeah. And Robin Williams um and the woman who's in it whose name I forget, um Mrs uh, were... Doubtfire. Yeah, well, was, well, uh, Robin Williams was was Mrs Doubtfire, right? but there was a woman in it who was the, who was his ex-wife remember the one that he was the mother of his children
2: yeah wasn't uh Dustin Hoffman in
1: it no actually you're thinking of Tootsie. oh that's right yeah, yeah. same kind of idea all these fucking but, all these men dressing up, dressing up as women. But, you know, their teeth just looked normal. Yeah. So they were unusually shaped. They weren't yeah. all straight. Yeah. There was little gaps between them. You know, I mean, it was it was normal. Whereas now you see people and they just look ridiculously yeah. fake. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know. Well, I'll tell you, James Bond's girlfriend in uh, No Time to Die, she could do with a bit of dental work. So you, you is that is that yeah. your professional recommendation? Yeah, well, we could, that's what we came up with. Our uh, alliterative name for her after the show, uh-huh. after the show was... Uh, Bonds buck-toothed birds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not very politically correct. I love this. They've already had Jaws. Can you say can you Jaws? Call,
2: Maybe get the metal ones. I think you can. Can you? I, don't, I think you can call women birds, because because it's, it's not it's not. Well, it sexist. turns
1: out that it's not. It's not sexy. actually a sexist term. No, right?
2: it refers. It's a medieval word for uh, fine young damsel. Is that right? Yeah. Well,
1: fine young damsel is not really something you could say either. And it?
2: and it was spelt like boyard or something like that. All oh,
1: right. Uh, so, so it, it so just means it means like it means a nice hat. young lady. Yeah, but you wouldn't say that either, would you? I mean, can you well, imagine you could say nice young lady? I don't think so. What you think that's sexist? Well, I don't think it's language that you would use. You would not go uh, into the office and go, "You're a very nice young lady," would you?
2: Well you wouldn't you wouldn't you know that <laughs> i nearly said something bad, yeah, yeah be careful yeah be careful yeah, yeah. they might be There's listening some bad things i'm thinking. Yeah, they might be listening uh, Listen. Th- no but you bird Listen, yeah, so we is just not, did plank of the week earlier and there were some term, things i nearly it? said which i decided yeah. not to do and do you know the first ref- the first time the word bird uh, was used to refer to a young lady uh, no in the english language no it, it was in beowulf the first, oh yes, I the think I know that. Ever book, yes, I and no know one that. quite knows why. Apart from because uh, at first people say, "Well, why was it related to birds mm. flapping wings?" And now there's this word "boyard" or something yeah. that they think it's derived from. Right. So anyway, long winded way of saying it isn't actually sexist to call a woman a bird.
1: No, okay, but they'll still they'll still call they'll, you a fucking old yeah. sexist. Well, I've got my fucking
2: excuse in before they complain. Well, I mean, good fucking luck if you luck do with complain. That. Anyone, go fuck yourself. Good
1: luck with that. And you get the fucking human resources department on the going, Bonds, you know, birds. Yeah, well, let's see about that. I'll tell you what. It's something else that's been winding me up. Uh, you know, I said last week, and I said it this week as well, this fucking petrol, so-called petrol crisis, uh, caused by the stupid people uh, out there who don't understand how to fucking buy petrol. Uh, Do you know what's going on now? Uh, people are stockpiling for Christmas. <laughs> I'm not joking. Aldi's frozen turkey crowns, which are those things that you can buy, which are not a whole turkey, right? <laughs> Selling 1,500 a day. Christmas pudding sales up 45%, right? They're also saying they've ordered 250,000 chocolate orange bombs.
2: (laughs) I mean... What's wrong with people fucking the 4th or 5th other, of October? Yeah, I had a guy ring your Twats. show the other day. You're quite right. It's exactly what I think. Look, I'm not fucking going out and buying any Christmas food until uh, the week before I don't... Christmas. Also, you know... If, if there isn't any around, I'll have egg and fucking chips. This, I couldn't what's care the, less. Yeah, exactly. What's the fucking difference? Couldn't care less. I mean, I'm going to go you to know, America well, for Christmas,
1: so I don't have to worry about it anyway. But the point is, is that, you know, what... Is it about people that makes them behave this way? Because I went up to, I remember going up to Scotland a few a couple of years ago, last time I went anywhere really, um, we went to Turnbury for Christmas. And I was in the local fucking Asda or something in Girvan, that little town down the road, yeah. on Christmas Eve. And it was fucking rammed with people literally buying everything in the shop. And it's has go, I'm going, you only shut for a day. They're open again on fucking Boxing Day. What the fuck are you thinking? Why are you buying all this shit? Why are you buying 55 fucking trays of shortbread? People
2: just, I don't know, it's it's something psychological, isn't it? They get, they just panic, you know. So hence the guy who queued for six hours to put 90p's worth of fuel into his car Mm. uh, because he couldn't bear the idea of not having a completely full tank. People can't bear the idea of missing out on a turkey. And so they start stocking up now, and of course, just like the fuel crisis, what is really going to happen now is there genuinely will become a massive shortage of festive food because all the cunts are going out and buying it now.
1: Well, that's the other thing I don't quite get right. They keep saying, for example, that now that there's a shortage of pig butchers because they all came from Eastern They've Europe. Got to kill pigs. Who fucking know? Who knew? Now they have to kill them you're going, yeah. well, so, we going what, to kill so, them anyway, weren't Yeah, they? but you haven't got enough people to kill them, but now you're killing you're going them. going to kill them, yeah. So how does that work?
2: Oh, yeah, and that's and they're going about, people go, oh, is there going to be a terrible shortage of pork at Christmas? No. So, yeah, well, I don't think that's the opposite meat, is it? Really? So, well, know, also... Who has pork at Christmas? Well, some people have a ham, don't they? I suppose, is that is a that problem? I mean, my sister
1: thing, used yeah. to do a kind of That's traditional point, yeah. New Year's Eve kind of roast, and she would do like yeah. one roast beef and one ham. Yeah, ham is a big Christmas thing. So a big thing. ham thing is yeah. a quite a Christmas yeah. thing. But I mean, you know, the point is it doesn't really matter. I heard somebody saying on Radio 4 the other day, uh, who was from the industry, they basically said, look, if there isn't enough fucking pork in this country that, uh, that can be sold, we'll just get it from Denmark. So you'll be able to get bacon, you'll be able to get fucking ham, you'll be able to get... Pigs in blankets, if that's what you really like.
2: But, you know, we're not going to run out of food. Gives a shit, you know. I'll eat whatever's around, as long as it's fucking decent enough. And, you know, if it's not festive, fuck it. Who cares? Exactly right. Fucking load of I mean, we products. never...
1: When I was growing up, we used to quite often just have chicken for Christmas. Box we didn't box, really box, have a lot of box, turkey. Guys. I'm well, not even sure that my mother... Had a fucking uh, oven that was
2: big enough for a turkey. Well, when I was a kid, the chicken was uh, considered to be a real treat. I mean yeah. it, was a, it was a quality... Well, it was, a, it was called a capon. Yeah, it was a, it was a quality Yeah, it was meat. like a big thing yeah. to have a fucking so roast chicken. chicken for Christmas was quite normal. Yeah, we but used my to My very... mum used to get these fucking turkeys for about, like, 28 pounds. And she used to get up the huge at ones. three in the morning right. to put it in the fucking oven. Right.
1: And it would be cooking for hours, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I seem to remember, we used to have a friend, my parents had a friend who was a very wealthy state agent uh, called Tony Hinton, Funny enough, the same as the doctor. Oh, yeah. And he used to live in Lounge Square, uh, which I always remember as a kid because it was the only house I'd ever been to that had its own lift, right? Wow. And you'd go into this beautiful, gorgeous house um, and he had a role, one of those old-fashioned rolls with silver shadows with the long bonnet. Yeah. And we'd go to his house and one year we went to his house and my mother... Will probably not forgive me for telling this story, but she got monumentally <laughs> pissed on Pink no, Gin. On, on pink. pink Gin, right? Um, somehow we got home. I'm not sure how, because I don't think she could drive, and we'd driven there, so I don't know how the fuck <laughs> we got home. I think my dad must have organized a cab or something. Anyway, we got home, and she flaked out, and it was Christmas Day, because we used to go to his house for Christmas yeah. Day cocktails. So my dad had to make the dinner and he was fucking useless at cooking. <laughs> and he cooked the tur- the chicken with the fucking giblets inside oh, with in, in the plastic the bag. the plastic, yeah, all infused. In the plastic bag, yeah, so yeah. we had the chicken. We still ate the fucking thing because we didn't know what else to do. And, you know, he didn't discover that he'd done it until after he started cutting up the fucking
2: chicken. I remember when we were kids, right? It didn't I mean, do us any harm. My brother and sister, when we were little kids, my mum went away for the week with some friend of hers in Spain or something. So my old man was uh, running the house... And uh, we used to have a little corgi dog, and uh, so he he made up uh, a pie uh, for us, a sort of meat pie. Oh, yeah, with uh, vegetables and stuff. He sort of. made a pie, yeah, that's quite good. Well, well, my dad he fancied himself as a cook, right. he was a bit of a cook, but he wasn't a very good cook, but he liked cooking anyway. He made this pie, and uh, so we started trying to eat it. He and, and was a bit like strict, you know, so we right. didn't really have the guts to tell him it sucked, yeah. So I was fucking disgusting <laughs> <laughs> and but we uh, used to it, eat it, terrible it, food in those days yeah though. you and in the end in the end I said dad it's a bit salty and so so me's a bloody ungrateful and then he'd come and try it and then he went yeah it is a, it is a little <laughs> on the salty side and then we looked over the dogs having a great time so she- He's given the fucking dog the state and kidney (laughs) and we've got this shitty old dog food in a fucking pie.
1: Well, fuck me. I remember my dad was very partial to something called pork fillet, which I think was quite cheap because we didn't really have very much money. I remember we were going to Scotland once on a train. And I was like, can we go and get some lunch from the buffet car? He's like, no, I brought lunch. And I'm like, okay. So he goes in his pocket, pulls out this fucking thing, which is about a foot long and kind of sausage shaped. And it was pork fillet, which is literally like pork sort of, I don't know, shoulder or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not really meant to eat it like, you know, a fucking also, stick of rock. just gave you
2: lumps of meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we fucking had on no, the train. No, no nuances like no. sandwiches. No, I mean, no. Yeah, there was have no bread. There was no bread. But he he had, had a fucking pen kn- stone age. He had a What's fucking
1: pen knife, right? But this is... I tell my kids this about the 70s, and they look at me like I'm fucking talking mad
2: bollocks, you know. My old man, right, another thing about he, he, he liked to cook, but he was a bit slapdash, mm. right? So, uh, we lived in this village, and... This guy used to come around uh, selling a big barrel of of (laughs) farm-made... Vinegar, right? right? So in those days, you it those, was a different you remember, world, wasn't so it? You know those uh, totally different yeah, world. Uh, so you know those big old Coke bottles. No, oh, yeah. You know when they had the big family yeah, yeah. size one. So all the housewives—you are you allowed to say that these days. My no. mother was a housewife, homemaker. Yeah, they, well, that what that's they what, say what in they say You know, uh, so they'd all go out. And this bloke was called Fred. What do I remember? His name was Freddie Mac. Right. And so, so he'd fill up so like the, fill up all their bottles. So. So my mother would come home with two or three of these bottles of vinegar, which I fucking hated anyway, put them in the fridge. Right. So uh, my father, he, one of his uh, signature dishes was uh, soused herring. So <laughs> so he used to make these soused herrings fucking with signature fucking vinegar dishes. And th- and we fucking hate it when we were kids. What was he, was, fucking Scandinavian? No, no, he, says he just stank the fucking house He used <laughs> to make these curries that were, you know, we'd go fucking... God, be, nearly puking. Anyway, so he makes this south herring which I, I, you know, I would never. Eat I'm not a fan. Sh- shit like that. No. Anyway, so my mother and him sit down to eat south, the south terium, and my mother again, mm, it's very nice, dear. And they carry on. <laughs> she gets off and she says, I, 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 "It's got. A, I don't think I can carry on." <laughs> why? Why don't you want it? I've spent ages <laughs> making this. Anyway, it it transpires that. Um, in amongst the Coke bottles of vinegar uh, was a Coke bottle. Oh, no. And he'd soused the <laughs> herring in <and> Coca-Cola. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. But, it, well, I mean, it was literally a different world then. I mean, we used to have a guy that came around selling onions, yeah, the yeah. French with a French blue and white shirt. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. We had another guy who had a bike and he used to sharpen knives. That's right, yeah. And he put the bike up on, yeah, on yeah, two yeah. prongs and he'd yeah. cycle yeah. and sharpen the fucking knives. Yeah. We had the rag and bone man that would yeah. come around. Yeah. I mean, there's none of that, that now. Yeah. There's nothing like that.
2: Yeah, you could just give the rag and bone man they used to Shout in the room, oh, yeah. Any old iron, any old iron. I mean, yeah, it was just right. ridiculous. Yeah. Let's talk
1: uh, from that to very modern stuff because we're nearly finished. But what do you make of this Facebook situation? Because there's this whistleblower, Francis Horgan, 37 years old, former product manager, who's testifying before uh, the people in Capitol Hill, all about how fucking poisonous and no- and noxious yeah. the Facebook place is. And isn't it a bit weird that the day before she does that, mm. they suddenly fucking yeah, go down yeah. for
2: six hours? You know, they say. It was an internal error, uh, but they're never going to here's, admit here's, to. Are they? Here, I, I, we have a right to an opinion. Here's what I think happened, uh, and I suspect you might agree with me. They were cyber attacks. Yeah, I think of so. Of course, they fucking were. Of course, they were. And they lost seven billion dollars off the. But value does that of the mean, right? Price. Does that
1: mean that, that if they continued and carry on, uh, you know, not being offline, that they make that kind of money every fucking day? Well, it's, it's, a, it's to do
2: with when they look vulnerable in terms yeah. of cyber attack. Uh, then uh, the value plummets off the share price. I mean, it'll build back up, but uh, if they get attacked again, it'll fall again. And that's why they don't admit it. Uh, Mm. You know, they never admit cyber attacks. It's always uh, some internal problem. Because if you think of
1: the number of people that must work in those places, right, and how much knowledge they must have and how crazy some of them must be, you must admit that some of them are going (laughs) to Reek for their revenge, aren't
2: they? Yeah, well, you got to you got to hand it to t- Twitter. Not my favourite organisation, but uh, they were pretty funny about this. So, well, it was the uh, only thing it was working, as, wasn't you, it? as you know. So, uh, Facebook went down, Instagram went down, WhatsApp went down. So, Twitter put out a tweet: "Hello to literally everyone." <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is quite funny. It really is. Because there are a lot of people who n- only now communicate by WhatsApp yeah. going,
2: well, what do we do now? i tell you. i tell you. What do we do now? WhatsApp is like central to my fucking life. Is I'm it? Like, yeah. Well, do, You've you never sent me a
1: fucking I, WhatsApp.
2: Yeah, well, you and I tend to... It's, we it's tend weird. to text each is other. It's like you... Ali Ross yeah. uh, and, and Henrietta, my wife, yeah. funnily enough. I've got li- about three people that I talk to by text uh, for no apparent reason, right. except that I do. Right, And for some reason, I don't want to change it. It yeah. seems like the system to me. Because that was Everyone the other thing. Else people
1: were shitting themselves yesterday because they were like, oh, fucking hell, does this mean that all the WhatsApp messages are going to be unencrypted yeah. and everybody's going to be able to see them?
2: Uh, well yeah who knows who knows That's the but thing. I mean I find uh, whatsapp very very useful I, no it's great and also I mean, you can use what we it, do yeah. talk to your producer and all yeah, yeah. that you
1: know it's vital it can be quite handy it can yeah. be quite handy well listen we've reached the end of yet another podcast and so um, we shall reconvene next week after Boris Johnson's made his speech which is going to be tomorrow oh, yeah. so we can't make any account of that apart from the fact that it will no doubt be full of the fucking green bollocks yeah. and how well, uh, we're all, well, all going to well, be moving through into a new kind of economy yeah. right? where apparently we're all going to eat a lot less we're yeah. all going to shop a lot less and we're all going to go a lot fewer places.
2: I think the overriding message from the Tory conference so far for me has been Priti Patel uh, declaring war on middle-class drug users. Yes. Uh, She's going to declare war, she's going to get them arrested, she's going to get them tested... Uh, and, uh, well, she's so going to test everyone who gets arrested, yeah, right? Middle-class middle, middle, middle class drug yeah, yeah. So the great news is, is if you're a working-class or an upper-class drug user, you're in the clear.
1: Well, good. Well, that's fine then. Luckily, I'm none of those. Uh, it's a,
2: you know, it's a such bullshit when they do that. It's because middle-class people are an easy target. They haven't got the guts to attack working-class drug, no. working drug users. Because working-class drug users could be seen as the victims of society. Oh, yeah, because you know? they take drugs yeah, because so they, they haven't don't got have any the guts, choice. You know, yeah. They take drugs because they exactly. haven't got any choice. Middle-class... Uh, the police are always attacking middle class. Right? Middle classes are the easiest targets out there. Sometimes. Well, the police like
1: attacking the middle class because they don't fight back. Yeah. You know, wasn't It wasn't the middle classes... The it wasn't the fucking middle classes that took those people off Wandsworth Bridge yesterday. No. It was exactly. the fucking van drivers. Yeah, I know. I you know? know. And, that's, and those are the fucking... Our fucking heroes. Those are the real heroes. There we go. We'll tip our hat to them. Heroes of the week, the fucking Wandsworth Bridge Brigade. Indeed. Right. Ever the rest of you, you can all go fuck yourselves. Go we'll see you guys. next week.
2: You see these cunts blocking roads and sitting on bridges what you're seeing is people with psychological problems I think that's right uh, they are and it's time we admitted attention that. seekers yeah. who uh, are imbued with a sort of sense of their own holiness and they want to be seen as wonderful people and when you go you fucking cunts get out of the fucking way they look at you with this sort of pitying mm. gaze and say oh you don't understand the nature of the emergency yeah we do it's not a fucking emergency now fuck off back to fucking Tunbridge Wells right. you
1: cunt And and exactly right, because guess what? They don't bother actually demonstrating anywhere outside of London because they all live around fucking London, right? Did
2: you see, what's the name of that cunt who runs uh, Insulate Britain, Roger something? Oh, yeah, Roger Hallett, is it? Yeah, yeah, something He's Hallam.
1: He's the guy who was kicked Kicked. out of Extinction Rebellion for
2: being too fucking mad. Was doing too fucking mad, and by the way... uh, An anti Semitic. There were indications uh, that uh, under his regime not saying he's responsible but uh, it was actually pretty racist that uh, people of colour yeah did not feel welcome in the organisation and looking at these demonstrations I can see why that is I haven't seen a black face yeah. in these demonstrations fucking anywhere it's a medieval word for uh, fine young damsel is that right yeah. well
1: fine young damsel is not really something you could say mm-hmm. and, know, it's, it?
2: and it was spelt like boyard or something like that. oh right uh, so, so it, it so just means it means like it means a nice hat. young
1: lady. Yeah, but you wouldn't say that either, would you? I mean, can you well, imagine you could say nice young lady? I don't think so.
2: Well, you think that's sexist. Well, I don't think it's
1: language that you would use. You would not go uh, into the office and go, "You're a very nice young lady," would you?
2: Well, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. You know that. <laughs> James Bond's girlfriend in uh, No Time to Die. She could do with a bit of dental work. So you, is, you that, is that yeah. your professional recommendation? Yeah, well, we could, that's what we came up with. Our uh, alliterative name for her after the show, uh-huh. the show was uh, Bond's Bucktooth Bird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With LinkedIn jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and